Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Why both sides in the war are focused on fighting over the town of Bakhmut. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Ukrainian soldiers are still hanging on to a town in the east that Russian forces have been trying to occupy for months. The Russians insist that Bakhmut will soon be theirs, but Ukraine says their forces will stay as long as they can. NPR's Ukraine correspondent Joanna Kikissis talked to A. Martinez about the fight for this town. Joanna, the focus on Bakhmut, why is it so important? So, well, for the Russians, it would be their first significant victory in like seven or eight months. And, you know, Russian President Vladimir Putin really needs a victory at this point. Uh, Ukrainian forces have pushed the Russians out of areas they occupied early in the war, like parts of the Kharkiv region where I am right now. And, and as for Ukrainians, Bakhmut has become a symbol of resistance against Russia, kind of like the city of Mariupol was in the early part of the war. And as this war drags on, the Ukrainians want to show that they will keep fighting for every inch of their land. Joanna, can the Ukrainians hang on to this town? I mean, and why do they seem to want it so badly? So based on the latest reports, it doesn't look good in Bakhmut for the Ukrainians right now. Some reports suggest that Russian forces are even in parts of the city already. And these forces include members of the Wagner Group, a private mercenary army which operates alongside Russian military units. And they say Bakhmut is mostly surrounded. Uh, so we asked a Ukrainian military spokesman about these developments. His name is Serhii Cherevati. And he insists that these reports are, quote, Russian propaganda. Russian propaganda is not reality. We are able to deliver ammunition, provisions and medicine to our units in Bakhmut and also take our wounded from Bakhmut. He claims that Ukrainian soldiers are also exhausting the Russian forces in Bakhmut and depleting Russian stocks of ammunition and weapons. He would not confirm or deny that a couple of bridges have been blown up by the Ukrainians, uh, which would indicate the beginning of a tactical withdrawal. But it is clear that the Ukrainians want to hang on to Bakhmut as long as possible. So uh, Russian forces pay as high a price as possible for as long as possible uh, before Ukrainian soldiers are forced to abandon the city. But Joanna, I mean, after after seven months of constant fighting, I mean, what's left in that city? Yeah, uh, there doesn't seem to be much left of Bakhmut at this point, at least based on videos posted to social media. Imagine block after block of shelled and collapsed buildings, of heaps of smoldering rubble. And, and yet, incredibly, a about 10% of the population still remains at Bakhmut, uh, hundreds of people. Uh, many of them are older people, though there are some children with them, and they're, they are huddled in basements without electricity or running water. We asked the military spokesman, said he about this, and he told us that by law, Ukrainian forces cannot make these civilians evacuate. We tell them that Russia is threatening you, but many people, especially those who are older, they are afraid of changing their surroundings. Maybe they think they will not be accepted anywhere else. He says Ukrainian soldiers keep trying to remind these civilians that Bakhmut is the most dangerous place in the country right now. That's NPR's Joanna Kakissis in Kharkiv. Joanna, thank you. 
You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Lisa. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. (laughs) Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.